0: Welcome to the Long Distance Work Life Podcast. I am Wayne Trammell. Along with me is my co-host and co-pilot, Marissa Eikenberry. Hi, everybody. And uh, this is the podcast, for those of you unfamiliar, where we're just trying to work our way through the world of long distance work, whether that's Uh, Being a digital nomad, whether it's working from home full time or in the office some days or not and bouncing back and forth and it's a hybrid world, that's what we're doing today. And Marissa chose today's topic and I am going to let her tell you what it is.
1: So, at the time of recording this, we're celebrating the fourth anniversary of the book, The Long Distance Leader. It's co-written by Kevin Eikenberry and my co-host, Wayne Trammell. And we wanted to invite you into our celebration by hearing insights about the book straight from one of the authors. So, Wayne, if you're ready to dive in, I'm ready. Yeah, it's always
0: a little weird talking about your work, but I'm happy to do it.
1: So, one of the first things I wanted to start with is other than the obvious pandemic remote work surge, like what did you not expect to happen with remote work when you wrote the book?
0: You can't yada yada <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> of the workforce getting sent home. You can't do it. It's like other than the invention of the telephone, what's changed in communication? Um, the Long Distance Leader, and this is now the first of soon to be three books in the Long Distance Work Life series um longest leader came out in 2018 Mm -hmm. and at the time as i have explained to people who said boy you guys were in the right place at the right time i felt a little bit like the crazy guy with the sandwich board walking up and down the street saying the end is nigh And now i just have a new sandwich board that says told you um what has changed Primarily, and you can't discount this, is that remote work was growing and it was growing at 30% a year, which is that's a lot crazy high exponential growth. But what happened in 2020, of course, is that we got pushed across the Rubicon and all these people who said, Well, we should have a policy and we should think about it, and maybe we should experiment with remote work this is not a drill this is real right and some organizations went yeah okay because there was a lot of people doing what I call stealth remote work
1: okay so what's that
0: stealth remote work was where's Marissa today oh her kid's sick she's working from home she'll take the conference call from home okay or somebody was work. you know, I'm working on a project. It's impossible to get anything done in the office. I'm going to go home and work. Right. And a lot of organizations just pretended like this wasn't happening. Ah, uh,
1: hence the I stump. have
0: a client. Uh, big international company. And I remember distinctly walking through her office and her saying, Wayne, I love you guys, but, you know, we don't do remote work. Everybody needs to come into the office. And I'm walking through the office and 50% of the desks are empty.
1: Oh, and my gosh.
0: They're obviously assigned. There's pictures of kids and cats and you yeah, know, deflated birthday balloons. And I'm like, oh, so-and-so's in Denver today. So-and-so's kid was sick. If they are working and they are not at their desk, they are remote. Right. But the organization had zero process in place for things like performance reviews and, um, you know, everything, career path, everything was based on presence in the office, mm-hmm. even though people weren't in the office. And that was going on a lot. So what happened in 2020 is... Everybody got pushed out of the boat, right. uh, a third of the workforce. And we have to remember, it's only a third of the workforce, of course, um, a third of the workforce suddenly found themselves in this situation. And, and the reactions, of course, ranged from. What's the big deal? I've been doing this forever, and I, I hear a lot of that. I hear a lot of people yeah. going, why is everybody so freaked out? Because I was doing this before the pandemic to oh my gosh, we didn't think these jobs could ever be done remotely to I can't wait to get back in the office. Yeah. Right. So the big thing was that this was building up, building up, building up, and then it happened. And fortunately for us as, you know, mercenary weasels selling books,
1: Mm -hmm. um,
0: we were there when that happened. And the response to Long Distance Leader has been just, Overwhelmingly positive and and very encouraging, um, and of course for our business, which is teaching people of stuff, uh, that's not a bad thing either.
1: Right. <laughs> so, um, so with that. I know that in the book, you guys have best practices and you have models and has anything from the book changed since you've written it? Anything that was a best practice, but maybe now that more people are remote, it's a little different? I I, I think
0: what's happened with the book is the general principles are pretty solid. We wrote mm-hmm. the book intentionally to be evergreen. Right. Right. Um, But some things have happened. I mean, one of the things in the book is we're telling people, use your webcam, use your webcam, use your webcam, because there was a lot of resistance. Yes. And then Zoom came along. And it's fascinating from a watching technology thing, right? Because Zoom went from this free niche product that nobody in corporate America was using to a verb, to a syndrome in 18 months.
1: Right. Well, right. And even and now our-
0: people are already now people are already ditching Zoom for their internal things like teams. Right. And Slack and different things. Um, so use your camera, use your camera, use your camera. Now people are on meetings from morning till night and they're suffering Zoom fatigue. And that's a very real thing. Of course. Uh, so the message is still use your camera a lot because it's a really good idea. And use your head, right? If you're one of 17 people on a meeting, nobody needs to watch you eat your sandwich.
1: Right. But one-on-ones, you'll definitely want to turn it on.
0: The, the more the communication needs to be rich, mm-hmm. the more it adds value. And it's just, it's like everything else. Use your head. When it adds value, do it. And, you know, I just got back from the gym is a pretty lame excuse if it's just you and a coworker. Right. Yeah,
1: but if it's a full team meeting, yeah, a little different.
0: Exactly. So, you know, the, the kind of, it went, it shot way past use your webcam to, is it okay if we don't use our webcam sometimes?
1: Right, right.
0: So that was one thing that certainly happened. The other thing, and again, it's a matter of degree and intentionality, is we were we in the book talk a lot about how you need to be connected and rich communication. And what happened was people just automatically defaulted to the web meeting.
1: Okay. yep.
0: And it used to be in the glorious before times. One of the reasons you went home is so you got left alone to do your work. Right. And now the complaint is that I'm in meetings back to back to back to back.
1: Yeah. When am I supposed to get my work done?
0: yeah and people are struggling with this and so they as the pendulum always does it's swinging to well we're going to have no me no meetings fridays
1: right yeah we've been seeing a lot of articles about that lately
0: that's fabulous for friday
1: what about monday through thursday
0: taking all the meetings that were going to happen on friday and now you're shoehorning them into monday through thursday so
1: friday suddenly gets very stressful
0: (laughs) exactly um so I think we are both blessed and intentionally so, Mm -hmm. uh, because the book was intended to be evergreen. And I think it holds up pretty well. There are a couple of things that maybe we should reword, things like use your webcam and when do you meet and like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think overall it stands up pretty well. And that's certainly the feedback that we're getting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of the other things I wanted to talk about, and so, you know, you called the long-distance leader, the long-distance teammate, we are the long-distance work-life. Why long-distance as opposed to some of the other terms we see in remote work? Uh,
0: Because the language changes really quickly, and so rather than hook onto whatever we're using in the zeitgeist at this moment, we would just invent our own darn word.
1: (laughs) That's fair. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like, it won't go out of style because it's ours, darn it. Um, you know, if you look at, for example, in 2018, when Long Business Leader came out, the government was investing a buttload of money and, and still are. And and people can say what they want about government work. But there were a lot of people giving thought to this
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, even before the pandemic. But it was called telework or telecommunication. Right that was the word and then suddenly nobody was using it and then everybody was using remote Mm -hmm. well you know the whole idea of long distance is that it covers time space and dimension right it's not just physical separation it's time zones it's Mm -hmm. flexibility yes uh, time flexing and 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 those types of things so i mean it's it's a word uh we could brand around it. If you were being completely cynical and honest, you know, in the interest of full transparency to our yeah. readers, these are the kind of decisions you make when you're writing a book, uh, but it turned out to be a pretty good one.
1: Yeah. And for sure. as
0: we move towards a more hybrid kind of thing, um, as we move towards a, a hybrid working arrangement, the point is that some of the people are going to be further away than others, and that might mean just far enough that you only come into the office a day or two a week, so the long commute doesn't really hurt as much to mm-hmm. being on the other side of the planet.
1: Yeah, we're seeing a lot of digital nomads. Uh, I know there was even a digital nomad conference meetup, something recently. Um, I know and those are happening all that, over the place.
0: The irony of that <laughs> she's lost on nobody. <laughs>
1: I realize, but yeah, I mean, let's I mean, all get together
0: to talk about how we can be anywhere and do this.
1: Well, and I, I can't think of a country right now, but I know there was a, a news story that came out recently about a country that's giving digital nomad visas. And I'm sure as more countries kind of hop onto that, there's probably going to be even more of these digital nomad long distance. Uh, it's workers. happening
0: a lot, uh, depending on where you are in the world, Costa Rica, Uh, Some of the smaller countries in Europe, like Luxembourg and Andorra, Mm -hmm. are doing this. Um, You know, it kind of makes some sense.
1: Right. So what is one takeaway that you hope that everyone gets by reading this book?
0: Okay, you have to be careful what you wish for. Okay. In this world. Uh, When you put a book out, it gets reviewed and people come back. And we were very intentional that one of the most important rules that you had to bear in mind, and it was, you know, we have these 19 rules, which is really 18, because rule number 19 is remember rule number one. Right. (laughs) And rule number one was think leadership first, location second. Yes. And the whole point of that is... Yes, it's different. And yes, you need to be very much more mindful about how you communicate and when you communicate and how technology plays a role in that. But at the end of the day, good leaders demonstrate good leadership behaviors and that makes it easier to cross these um, these barriers. And one of, actually, really the only major criticism of the book
1: Mm -hmm.
0: was, well, this is just a leadership book. We know all this stuff. Okay. And that's actually fair. I mean, Kevin and I had a fair amount of discussion about how much of this general leadership thought do we put into this book that is specifically about remote. And by the way, we have the same conversation about The Long Distance Teammate and the new book, which is coming out in February, The Long Distance Team, is a lot of it is just team building, being part of a team 101. But what's I think what's important is that it is easy to get hung up on the differences. It's easy to get hung up on what's changed and forget what's really important.
1: Yeah, forget that some of those leadership principles. Don't change. Yeah.
0: And, and you know, that is really critical. I mean, there are three things, and we don't talk about this in the books specifically, but there are three things that make a remote team work. Number one is there needs to be a mission. We need to follow the mission. Right. Uh, number two is that there needs to be accountability. Right. And number three is you need to leverage the technology at your disposal. Absolutely. And those things need to happen. But it all starts with what's the vision. Well, that's all leadership stuff.
1: Yeah, I was going to say a lot of what you're saying. I mean, accountability, even leverage the technology. Like, e- even that could be said about people who stay in the office.
0: Right. But accountability is management stuff. There's leadership right? stuff. There's management stuff. Because all managers are leaders, but not all leaders are managers. Right. On um, Or at least should be um and then there's the technology piece Mm -hmm. right and there are teams that run very low tech and are highly successful there are teams with all of the tools in the world that can't find their butt with both hands (laughs) right (laughs) that's the highly technical professional way of explaining it um And so I think that the criticism that there's a lot of general leadership stuff in the book and, you know, I think a lot of people who read books like this read a lot of books like
1: this. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, you don't just read one and say, oh, I know everything about this topic now.
0: Generally, leadership nerds tend to read leadership books. Right. And so, yes, you have heard a lot of this before now if you look around the world and say are people doing it
1: yes entirely
0: different conversation yes Uh, but yeah so i think that is the um that's the thing about the book is that it's going to help stay evergreen because those leadership behaviors don't change and yes you know the book was written pre-zoom i mean zoom Literally right. isn't in the book. Right. Uh when we wrote long distance teammate, the first draft was in before the pandemic, but the second draft, the world had already shut
1: down. Oh wow. So I'm not sure I between, realized that.
0: In between, well, the first draft was finished the first of January. It was okay. beginning gotcha. of twenty twenty. Yep. And then we send it out and we get the notes and we come back and we have to do the second draft. That happened in March.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Well, in between it's like, okay, do we talk about the pandemic? Do we reference it? Um, Zoom is suddenly a thing. There was no mention of Zoom. We intentionally tried to avoid uh, brand names and specific technologies. We talk about meeting platforms
1: as opposed
0: to this tool or that tool right um and so because we made those decisions generally speaking it holds up pretty well as evidenced by the fact that the last two years the book has sold almost identical number of copies year over yeah people Uh, still need this stuff which in any book is uh, a rare and beautiful thing so we are extremely grateful absolutely Uh, and now of course there's long distance teammate which is from the teammates point of view, because one of the big questions is how do we form relationships and how do we.
1: Yeah, I'm not a leader, but how do I do things?
0: So that's what long distance teammate is. And now that we are coming out of the pandemic to some degree and everybody's going, what's next? Uh, We literally on Friday submitted the final manuscript for the long distance team, which is about taking a step back and saying, if we were building this team from scratch, what would it look like?
1: Right. And, and remind me, I know it's coming out next year, but when is it coming? February
0: next? 28th, give or take.
1: Perfect. So put that on your calendar, folks. Um, Wayne, I wanted to thank you so much for this conversation. I mean, I know that Long Distance Leader has changed a bunch of lives, um, a bunch of companies as people read it and, and do the practices in it. I also wanted to thank you, audience members, uh, for listening to The Long Distance Work Life. For show notes, transcripts, and other resources, make sure to visit longdistanceworklife.com. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. While you're there, be sure to like and review. That helps our show reach more teammates and leaders just like you. Feel free to contact us via email or LinkedIn with the links in our show notes. Let us know you listened to this episode or even suggest a topic for Wayne and I to tackle in a future episode. Lastly, if you're interested in purchasing The Long Distance Leader, you can check out our website at longdistanceworklife.com books for more information and links to purchase. Thanks for joining us. And as Wayne likes to say, don't let the weasels get you down.